trends. Some forms of meditation emphasize paying attention to the way the body feels. What's the benefit? Let me try to give a brief introductory picture of a little of what body awareness is good for. We have five physical senses, but we don't pay attention to all of them equally. Actually, we can be very good at paying attention to some of our senses and very bad at paying attention to others. For example, when someone visits a friend in their new house, they might take a look around the house, and if you ask them to describe how the house looks, they might say, it looks big, it looks clean, the walls are white and freshly painted, the floors are made of wood, there's a sofa and chairs and a table in the living room, but there's no decorations on the walls. But if you ask the same person how their body feels, you might just get a one-word answer. Good. You could ask a hundred people how their bodies feel, and they might all say good, even though their experiences of their bodies might be extremely different from each other. Without practice, our ability to feel our bodies and to describe what we find can be very limited compared to other senses, such as seeing or hearing. And that can be one reason that we might hear so many words when we ask someone to describe how something looks, and only hear one word when we ask someone to describe how their body feels. Some people might think that the sense of the body just has to do with the skin, just has to do with touch. But it actually has to do with any body sensations we have in any part of the body, on the outside or on the inside. When people say their body feels good or bad, they don't necessarily just mean that their skin feels good or bad. They might mean they have a vague feeling of the body as a whole, inside and outside, and they describe it as good or bad overall. In everyday life, we can have the tendency to not pay much attention to how our bodies feel. Why is that? One reason could be that we ignore the body out of habit. We don't have clear perceptions of what it feels like compared to another sense, like seeing. So the body seems uninteresting. So we don't give it much attention, and we don't develop the ability to have a clear perception of it. Another reason could be that the body doesn't seem relevant, or it's too hard to pay attention to it and do something else at the same time. If someone is doing a task, like reading a book or working, they might find that they can't do the task and pay attention to their body at the same time. To do the task might require more of other senses, like hearing or seeing, and the details of how the body feels don't seem relevant. A third reason could be that the body is painful. This can happen when people are stressed or having negative feelings, or if difficult things have happened to them in their life. Who wants to pay attention to a painful thing? Just like people like to pay attention to a beautiful picture and not to an ugly one, people may not want to pay attention to the body when they don't like how it feels. Paying attention to the body can be like a skill. You can get better at it if you practice. You might also get rusty at it if you don't practice. When people don't pay much attention to how their body feels, all day, every day, it's not surprising that when you ask them how it feels, they might only say good or bad. They don't practice using their body sense very much, 
So when you ask them what their experience of it is like, they're not as able to know or to say compared to when they describe what their friend's house looks like. Why would it matter what the body feels like? One major reason is you depend on the way the body feels, perhaps much more than you depend on any of the other physical senses. People are always trying to change how their body feels, and it affects them enormously. For example, when someone is hungry, their body feels a certain way, and it's unpleasant, and it motivates them to get some food, after which their body feels better. If someone smokes cigarettes, their body might feel a certain way when they haven't smoked for a while, and it motivates them to smoke another cigarette, after which their body feels different, more pleasant. If someone's body feels tense, they might try to relax. If someone's body feels achy or sick, they might take an aspirin. If someone is hungry, or wants a cigarette, or feels tense, or feels achy and sick, and they can't find any way to do anything about how their body feels, they might be pretty miserable and not able to function so well. Similarly, if someone is having an emotion, like love, hate, desire, or fear, their body feels a certain way with the emotion, and it has a big influence on the person's whole experience. Someone who sees a beautiful sunset and gets a pleasant body feeling from it might write a poem, or paint a picture of it, or just decide, I'm going to look at sunsets more often. If their body didn't feel any special way while they see the sunset, they might not feel any special way about the sunset, and they might not write the poem, or paint the picture, or try to repeat the experience. If we depend on the way the body feels, it seems like it could be very important to know how the body feels if we want to know about ourselves, and if we want to try to grow in certain ways, such as to be less anxious. But this is the problem. If we don't know how it feels, that puts limits on what we're likely to understand about ourselves and our emotions, and may be a big factor that limits how much we can grow and change in certain ways. If the body sensations remain in our unconscious, where we can't consciously know them, then many of our thoughts and emotions and reasons for things may also remain in our unconscious, where we can't consciously know them either, but they keep affecting us anyway. You can think of this situation, where things are in the unconscious but affect us anyway, as like when a person is hungry and doesn't realize it. They don't know that they're hungry, but their hunger keeps affecting them anyway. They might feel irritated and angry and mentally clouded because of their hunger, until they realize what's going on and get something to eat. So one big benefit of practicing the skill of body awareness, through meditation or in some other way, is that it can help us know ourselves better and change ourselves. As we practice, we can feel more and more about the body, and understand more and more about how we depend on these feelings, and how these feelings affect us and our thinking and behavior, and that gives us an opportunity for growth and change. That concludes this talk. May you all be happy.